0: Have the pleasure of introducing Pastor Paul to bring the word today. As you know, many of us in this church have a long history with Paul. For myself, the first time that I met him, I ended up in tears (laughs) many, many years ago. And it wasn't because of him; it was because of Jesus speaking through him. That was the day that I met the Lord. And so, yes, I've started me on this journey, so it is an honor was the privilege to introduce you this morning. Bless you. Father, we just give thanks to this man. Lord, we give thanks for his faithfulness. Lord, in following you, doing what you have called him to do. Father, this morning we ask that you would just speak through him. Lord, like you spoke through him so many years ago, that changed my life, that you would change lives this morning. Amen. Bless you, sir. I've had some
1: introductions in my time. <laughs> <laughs> Praise his name. Bless him. Why don't you just turn to somebody and say, God God loves you. <coughs> How about you say it with a bit of passion? (laughs) Amen. Amen. So, it's Pentecost Sunday. And I'm not here to talk on Pentecost Sunday. I'm here to talk to you today. About something that is going to transform your life. It's not something, that's someone. And, and I just got this, this burden uh, um, over the, the, the last couple of weeks. Uh, I, um, uh, Brian read it this morning. Everybody's going to read Acts, anyway. They? They're going to read Acts when the day of the Holy Spirit came down. I want to turn your attention to Isaiah chapter 61, if you want to go yeah. uh, there. I think for the first time in my life, I feel really nervous. (laughs) The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our god to comfort all who mourn to console those who mourn in zion or kings winford to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the lord that he may be glorified Amen. Much has been written about the day of Pentecost. We celebrate it strangely every 12 months. And many people in churches up and down the land today will focus upon uh, that blessed day when the Holy Spirit, the fulfillment of what Jesus said, came um, to pass. That the Holy Spirit came and empowered the believers that were all together with one accord in one place, you know, not knowing what was going to happen. Let's just set this in some context, shall we, folks? They were Their, their saviour, who they had seen for three years, maybe more, suddenly died on the cross. And then Jesus says, I'm going to come back and I'm going to send him to be with you. And that was the fulfilment of his word to the body. Not just the 12 disciples, Matthew, Mark, John and all that. It's to every one of us, hallelujah. That the Lord has sent the Holy Spirit uh, in the world today. Um, it can be an event that people focus on. Um, with all kinds of thoughts and expressions and, and all kinds of things. But I just want to focus from the, the reading this morning on three simple little things. And I've gone really high tech. I've got a video clip that you're going to watch at the end of this. Get your tissues ready. I have to qualify this. Those verses that we just read. The exegesis of those Those scriptures. Is enormous. I can't do it in 40 minutes. So I'm cherry-picked it. I make no apologies for that. I've cherry-picked it. But it has huge implications for you and for me today. I don't know about you. I'm just going to speak honestly from my heart. I'm really tired of the labor of life and the things that we're going through as the body of Christ. It's time that God would send His Spirit, release His Spirit, not send it, release it. Again, in the body of Christ, that He's looking for a people, a people who will, you know, they, they will flow with Him, they will love Him, and they'll do all kinds of things. But it has an enormous impact upon us this morning. And so, there's three things I want to talk to you about. Here's the first one: Isaiah 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. The Spirit of God comes upon people. The Spirit of God moves upon people, whether they're youngsters. Well, uh, we were recounting just uh, a few weeks ago with uh, Pastor Alto here uh, and, and, uh, and Adna, and, and she'll tell you we were in a service uh, and, and, and it was like, like chaos, holy chaos. It was fantastic. And the kids were dancing at the front of the church. It would have upset all of your Britishness. They were, they were having a little time. They were loving God, and, and God drew my eyes to this one little puppet and, and said, She's got to pray for you. And, and I'm going, right, okay, I mean, you know, I'm not going to go up to her and say, excuse me, madam. First of all, she wouldn't have understood me. So <laughs> <laughs> I said to her, she said, yeah, this is what I feel God's doing. And we waited. And it was getting louder and more raucous in God. And they were, they, the kids were just really loving Jesus. Yeah. And I thought, I wish some adults would once again yeah. abandon their stitches. Yeah. And, and this is what I'm <laughs> Anyway, she came over and, 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 and I knelt down. In, in, in my existence as a human being and as a Christian, never have I felt the power of God when that little puppet put a hand on my head and prayed. It was amazing. It was amazing. That day over 30 people came to Christ and, and it, it wasn't just about coming to Christ. You know, it's going on. But, and, and she, as she was going, she says, Pastor, I'll be praying for you while you speak. Wow. Yes, oh. yeah. <laughs> Amen. He's singing praises, the glory of God, and and the thing is that the Holy Spirit comes upon him. The prophet Isaiah, you know, he says, "The Spirit of God, the third person of the Trinity, the Holy One of Israel, the One who is, is and is and will and always be around us." The word "Spirit" there is Ruach, which means the very breath of God, the very life of God, coming upon you Amen. to move you. That you actually do something with his glory that he's <laughs> depositing in you. To do something that the power of God can only do through you and not through anybody else. Amen. Amen. And it's not just all about speaking in tongues and prophesying and out a ministry. It's about being a believer of Jesus Christ. Standing on the rock and saying, I am who I am by the grace of God. Amen. 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 I'll get to you. Amen. <laughs> Too many, to many, to many, they seek the Holy Spirit for an experience. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I felt the Holy Spirit in church today. Isn't that wonderful? If that's all you've got, you are most miserable, because He hasn't come. He hasn't come to just tickle your ears and make you feel comfortable for forty minutes on the Sunday morning. He's come to change your life. He's come to be super powerful inside of you. He's come because He has purpose in you. You know, I've seen Christians, I've seen it when the light goes out. I've seen it. The light goes out. They're going through the ritual, they're coming to church, they're singing the psalms. They're trying to look awake when the preacher's speaking, you know, and they say nice words to him at the end of the service, but nothing changes. Folks, I want to preach to you today that the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, and he's upon you for purpose. He's upon you not so that you can build some great ministry and have wonderful people adoring you and and carrying your handbag and your bible which is about five kilos and you know you could manage it yourself but you know uh, we've had it all uh, pastor rob we've had it all everywhere we've seen it all but you know and it's but folks we could become a church where the spirit of god is recognized the moment we walk through the door We're not not trying to have to get the worship team to get get us in a great place, you know. Thank you for the worship, but it's not about that. It's about who you carry inside of you, who is in you, because he's come upon you. He's come upon you. Uh, It's okay to to be blessed by the Holy Spirit, but the host of heaven, this is the thing I've got. The host of heaven, the whole power of heaven is contained in you. When the Holy Spirit, he says, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me. He's upon me. It's okay to have a moment, but it's not okay to have a few feelings. Because I guarantee you, when somebody runs into your car, when the, somebody lets the uh, shopping trolley bash into your headlights, or your kids do something stupid, or or, you know there's a leak in your house or whatever it might be all of a sudden that great feeling disappears and you're oh where are you (laughs) and if you sit still and listen you say I'm right here Mm -hmm. because I live in you Mm -hmm. I've come to dwell in you Mm -hmm. I've come to be upon you Uh, you know folks honestly it's not about sailing through life and everything easy because how many of us know (laughs) how many of us know yeah show of hands life ain't easy <laughs> it's always good to be honest in the house of the Lord we have been filled for a purpose just as the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus when he was being baptised by John and the Holy Spirit was seen in the form of a dove and, and people say well you know, why did that happen Pastor Robert said yeah in the next Bible teaching yeah but he came <laughs> upon it. yeah he came upon it. And he was showing us something, folks, of what we can experience when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. He doesn't come just to give us a great feeling. He comes because there's divine purpose in every person sitting in this room today. You may think it's over. You may think that you're no good. You may think that you've got little intelligence. You may think that you've got more than great intelligence, whatever it might be. But I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit of God is here today to say to you, I have purpose in you. I've got purpose in you. Ephesians 2:10 puts it magnificently: "For we are his workmanship." Can I hear a great amen? Yeah. You see, this is a great thing. I'm going to, can I have a cul de sac? Can I have a cul de sac moment? Yeah. Right. This is why you should never complain about your brothers and sisters, because they're the workmanship of God. Well. I'll come back from my cul de sac and carry on. Yeah. Don't criticise them or complain. Because people, they do that too. They're the workmanship of God. Even those that don't know Christ yet, are still the workmanship of God. Amen. We've just got to recognise God in But we are his workmanship, listen, creating in Christ Jesus for good works. Amen. I think it was Martin Luther who called the book of James a book of straw. 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 Um, Dried wheat. Close enough. He called it a book of straw. Nothing to be burnt up. Useless. Uh, let me tell you, if Martin Luther was listening, you know, hours of heaven, you were wrong. <laughs> because it's about our faith being expressed through the things that we do. Because God's upon us. Because he's created in Christ Jesus to do good works. It's which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You are called to walk in good works. Yeah. Don't withhold when you see your, your ability to bless somebody. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Don't, I was at the tip yesterday. Uh, uh, strange thing, Luke and I, we, we, I tell you what, these guns took some movies yesterday.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jane and I paid for it when we got home. I was in the chair, I think we must have gone to sleep about two hours or something. I go oh. But there was a lady there and as Luke and I were pulling this stuff out there was people walking backwards and forwards and she got these big ceramic chimney pots and I mean they were heavy. And and she's trying to ask for help from the the, guys in the orange. Number seven, number four, yeah? Nothing. So we picked them up, ran all the way up, well ran,
0: he's a bit of an exaggeration. (laughs)
1: Up to number seven, through the moon. And then she's struggling. And so we picked that one and we did it. And she says, oh, thank you so much. Folks, what did it take just to help another human being out? Yeah. Just the goodness of God. So God's prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. Here's my observation. He's not come, come for your entertainment. He's not come just to have a great yi song contest. He's come to change your life he's come to do something he wants to come upon you because he's got divine purpose and destiny in you Ephesians 1.3 in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise there's a whole menagerie of suffering but the Holy Spirit came he's the one who convicts you I learned, can I share this lesson with you, Cole Learn this lesson. It's not my job to save this. My job is to live the life that God has given me. As Smith Wigglesworth on the train was reading his Bible, and there was a man there, and he was reading a paper. No words were being said, and the man drops a pipe and says, Sir, your life convicts me. That's the power of the Holy Spirit upon a life. You know, people think that we've got to get out of this mentality that we can't do anything for God because you can. You can do huge things for God. And I don't mean activity, just living and being a good human being in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Never doubt. That God is not upon you. Never doubt that he's not near him. His spirit is upon you. The, the Psalms are full when David cries out. "Where are you, oh God. You know, my enemies are after me. And God's there in the background and he's saying, I'm right here. David. I'm right here. Don't worry. I've got it all in hand. Yeah. All you've got to do is stick close. How many folks want to see a movement of the Holy Ghost in this area? Why? Yes. Yes. Oh Why? Ah. Oh you are walking around yeah. with an atomic bomb inside yeah. of you. All you've got to do is live it. Yeah. It's yeah. not about swelling the numbers <laughs> of a building. It's about yeah. touching lives and lives and life with, it, with the power of God. Yeah. It's not about a special person, you know, a, a leader or, you know, a, a, in terms of, you know, Pastor here, you know I'm nothing, folks. I'm just a humble lad from Bilston. With 41 years ago, gave his life to Christ. And I tell you, I've never regretted the day. No. Not one day have I ever turned around and said, Jane can verify this, have I ever said that it's not worth following God. Thank you for that rapture saying. Never doubt that God hasn't come upon you. Let's move on. Number two. Isaiah 61.1 Because the Lord has anointed me. All my friends. I could get into serious trouble with about what I'm about to say. What I'm going to say. Anointing has everything to do with God and nothing to do with you. The anointing of God, has, and it's not anointing to preach. It's not anointing to teach. It's not anointing to lead. The anointing of God is more than that. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, why did Jesus say, "You know, it is expedient for me that I go away? Because if I do not go away, I cannot send him to you. And the Holy Spirit is the comforter, the, the one who walks alongside us, the one who is there. And you know, sometimes folks, forgive me. We relegate the Holy Spirit to a forty-minute slot on a Sunday service or a Monday service or something like that. When in fact He's with us. When you go and eat your, your, your roast beef from your joint, He's with you all the time because He's anointed me. It's not some philosophy of glorying in trials. Every difficult situation you have ever faced, and you're still here, you should shout hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. I'll speak to. You in a minute, yeah. <laughs> you should say, thank you, God, that you have anointed me. Yeah. What, try again? Yeah. Thank you, God. Hey,
3: Amen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm going slightly, in my old age, a little bit deaf, so I need you to shout a bit more. Yeah. It's come upon you, working in you. He's every difficulty you've encountered, every, every hardship you've faced, God is working stuff out for you. Yeah. you know, I know, my friends, I know without a shadow of that. doubt, because Jane and I are going through some stuff you know, in the family context and all kinds of stuff around. You. You're all going through, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, you're either going into something, going through something, or coming out of something. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? If you can live your life that understanding, then the Holy Spirit can do amazing things through you. I'm going into a different situation. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus himself said, if it's possible, let this come pass from me. Yeah. So He knows what you feel like. But, nevertheless, not my will, but your will Leader. Hallelujah. He's anointed you. The word anointing has an amazing, uh, there's so many things around the word anointing. But it literally means to smother, to smear, or to rub in. Yeah? You know the Voltrol? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anybody know about Voltrol? Yeah. Praise the Lord for the pharmacists who invented that. Amen. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah? Those creeps, those strains. Right. And then comes out and you rub it in. Didn't the one that I hated was, anybody remember Raljix? yeah Man, let me tell you, don't wipe your eyes and go real. It's just devil. Yeah. Anyway, so you rub it in and it starts to heat up. It starts to heat up. It starts to heat up. The Holy Spirit has anointed you. He's been rubbing into you through your difficulties and your circumstances. He's been pouring the balm of Gilead in. He's been pouring it into you every moment. Our commission is not to have great ministries or multitudes of adoring fans. We are anointed for his purpose. Amen. His purpose. And do you know, when the church aligns to his purpose, all of a sudden you, you end up with, with people being attractive to Jesus. Amen. Some days you get through, other days you feel you can conquer the world. I had a moment just this last week. Funny moment. Don't laugh. So I had to go to the. Uh, Russell's Hall uh, for, uh, had some problems with my eyes. They said, don't drive. So I said to Jane, I'll catch the bus. I'm going to use public transport. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. And, and Luke and-, and Jane said, oh, you- if you catch a 15 here, get off there and do that. And <laughs> I oh, dear. I'm just going to end up in book two or somewhere <laughs> like that. Anyway, so I listened. And they said, oh, Paul, about was it, 40 minutes late or something? 30, 40 minutes late? And then Jack, I think James said, or, or, or Luke said, there's one at the bottom of snow Hills in 10 minutes. I said, we'll go for that one. And I said, I've got my pack on, got my coat on, and I'm up the top of Granville Drive, and I'm looking down and thinking, this is going to be a double game. So I started running. Um, there he because I'm looking at my watch, I'm thinking two minutes have gone on. I've had about four steps. Anyway, so I started running. I'm running. Running. I'm going downhill. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I have got to remember uh, Eon, you know, the Eon building, and the bus went straight to my <laughs> oh. house.
2: <did> <laughs>
1: Hallelujah turned around, I had the biggest monthly moment you've ever had in your life. I was speaking in tongues really. I had a walk all the way back up. And then I ended up getting in my car and going for the last warmth. So I've confessed it, that's it. I'm sorry I did <laughs>
2: But, but,
1: that event caused me so much pain. My mind was telling me, I'm 33, it ain't a problem. <laughs> My body was yelling at me, you're 61, stop it, you Muppet. <laughs> I was in a lot of pain. My hip was heavy, just everything. <laughs> and, and I said to Jack, oh, I'm in so much pain. I said, you should have gone earlier. <laughs> I felt my body was broken. I was hurting. And let me tell you, even in those moments of brokenness, God's there. He's right there. Even with my stupidity, God is still there. Even when the things that I get wrong, He's still there. Because He's anointed me, His Spirit is working in me. He's working something in me every moment of every day. Some days you get through, some days you conquer, some days you make great decisions, some days you don't. He never alters the fact that he's walking with you because he's come upon you. He's come upon you and he's working in you. So he wants to work something in you right now. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're looking at, or the joy, joyous moments, uh, I, I'm having some great joy with our young grandson Kobe. Obi Wan Kenobi, we <laughs> call him. You, you walk into a room and he smiles and he lights the room, just little things. Ignoring the fact that four seconds later like he's assaulting you. you know? <laughs> he got hold of Hannah's hair the other day. Oh, he's got a grip of one hand. <laughs> 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 oh,
2: Kobe oh,
1: Whatever pain you're going through, he's there. It also means anointed means to be separated. The Holy Spirit has separated you. You, you were once not a people, but now you are a people. You're the people of God. So, whether you like this or whether you don't, is irrelevant because Scripture says, you're my brothers and sisters. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you for that one. <laughs> okay, so, God's upon you. He's working in you through his anointing. Number three, God's working stuff out of you. I love the names of God yeah. Jehovah Rai, yeah. the God who sees. Yeah. The God who sees. The God who sees does not want you to wait for some special event
0: to do his work.
1: It's in the Bible. In fact, I prepared it early for you. There are 12 mandates in this scripture that we're going to read. 12 mandates that you can do right now because you're a child of God. Number one, preach good news. Let me rephrase that. Talk about God. I testify. Has anybody want a testimony? Yeah. I testify that the Lord is good. I testify that even in my brokenness, my pain, and my sorrow, He's been my joy. Yeah.
2: Number
1: one, number two, He heals the brokenhearted. I've seen so much pain in the world with what human beings are doing to each other, you know. But healing the brokenhearted. That's a mandate of every believer in Jesus Christ. Go heal. He said, well, what about me? Well, here's the funny thing. When you step out into what he does, he will take care of you. The Holy Spirit will begin to move in you and on your life. Number three, it's to set people free. Set people free. You know, folks, I'm a firm believer that the body of Christ needs to wake up. It needs to stand up and wake up. And say, we're all in this together. God is, you know, how many people thank God for their pastor? That's two. Thanks very much. (laughs) Not me. Yeah? How many people consider your pastor as a gift? I've seen some congregations take that gift. Kick it around the floor, abuse it. God has given us gifts to help us in our journey. God has given us great fruit that we can bear. I was the joy that Pastor Robert and I had as we were growing up together in the things of God. We had some challenges. God's been with us ever since and still will Heal the broken hearted, set people free. Number three, set people free. Number four, to open the prisons that people are in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Prisons of the mind. I'm a mental health first aid instructor. So I instruct people and teach people how to become mental health first aiders. I've never been so busy. You know why? Because people are in prisons. The prisons of their mind. And if you've got the Holy Spirit working with you, then can unlock something inside of them. That suddenly goes kick and bang, they're done. But we've just got to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is doing. People are in prisons of debt. People are in prisons of abuse. So many areas where people are captured and yet we can set them free. So many testimonies of people who have have come come say from the dark side to, to to Christ because somebody shared the love of God with them. Here's a great one, number six. Oh, sorry, number five. To declare the the day of the Lord. Today, the kingdom of God is here. Today, the kingdom of heaven is here. What does that mean? The ruling reign of God at any time in any place in any sphere. God is on the sovereign. The devil's not on there. Intellect is not on there. Philosophy is not on there. God is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Number six to comfort. How about comforting somebody? Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you have to speak a lot. It just means that you have to this. Yeah. It just means that you have to help and encourage and support to console. When people are lost or they lose something, we're there to do that. He wants to work that out of you, to give beauty. Nothing to do with all of our life. No, no, no. he, he wants the beauty that he wants to give is the beautiful life surrendered to Jesus Christ. In the midst of everything that we go through. Hallelujah. This one I love. This should get an amazing shout of amen. I'm just prepping it. (laughs) Number nine, he wants to work out of you to give joy. Number ten, he wants to work out of you to give praise. My God is able. My God is mighty. My God is strong. My God is compassionate. My God can overthrow the armies of hell. I'll keep going. My God is able to do a better thing. More than I can think or ask. My God can do that. And I, I, I just want to praise Him. I want to praise Him that He's kept me. He's sustained me. He's forgiven me. He's washed me. He's empowered me. My God can do amazing things. And whether He heals my body or doesn't heal my body, He's still my God. And I, one day I can do it. Hallelujah. That's number 10. To praise Him. He wants to work that out of you. Praise is not a worship song. Praise is opening, your you lift and you say, Amen. 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 Or say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or say, God is good. good. All the time. All the time. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> Praise number 11. Really important. Son. The Holy Spirit has come and anointed you to be planted to be discipled to be encouraged not to see church as some ticking a box on a Sunday morning but a life gathering of people who have come through the week victorious or not victorious and go do you know what my, no matter what I'm going through God is still good Hallelujah. to be planted number 12 I like this one to rebuild he's called us to work through us and work out of us the rebuilding of humanity <clears throat> through the love that has been displayed to us. Amen. This is my personal confession this morning. Okay. Mm. For too long, I have often waited for the divine finger of God to point away from you. Yeah. Mm. I'm just waiting on the Lord to tell me see some people nodding there. I, I'm just waiting for God to align the, along
0: the stars <laughs> so that I can do
1: what I need to do.
0: I'm just waiting because I,
1: I need to hear from the voice of God. As I was reading this passage, God said to me, what more do you want? So no longer I'm I going to wait for divine thinking to say, we often quote that verse. This is the way we walk in it. Because yeah, it's a lack of faith. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not, no, no longer. I shall step out into the unknown. I shall seek to honour him with how I live. My 12 point mandate will keep me active until he comes or calls me on. I'm ready. The Holy Spirit has come. Holy Spirit has anointed me he's working in me so that he can work out of me hallelujah God is good Romans 8 verse 11 but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies so that his spirit dwells in you. The day of Pentecost was the fulfilment of the words of Jesus Christ to the believers. They weren't segregated, it wasn't for the special few, it was for everybody who was in that upper room, serving, waiting, the Holy Spirit fell upon them. And I want to suggest to you that Jehovah Roi is the God who sees, he sees every one of you this morning, he's looking at you, he's speaking to you, but he's also Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. Not only does he see, but he's there. This is the power of our God. Now here's my techie bit. I've got a video for you to watch. Is that okay? Are we ready to? I got very you may have seen this before, but I got very moved by it. Just trying to be obedient. And it will come up the
4: was a single mother. She was abandoned by the family she belonged to. And there in the wilderness with her son, alone, with very little provision, she was wondering. She was questioning, does anyone care? She's crying in the dark.
3: Lost in her despair. She thinks nobody loves her. Hey, God thinks nobody's there. to Her knees, and I will lift her up again for I'm the God who sees. I'm the God who sees. Oh, oh. Then
4: he speaks.
3: For her, as he holds her, and she'll never be the same. Cause I'm the God who never changes, and my
4: woman named Ruth. She was from the land of Moab. And she was met with grief and heartache. She was a widow. And she lived with her mother-in-law, who was also a widow. And now it was time to move on. But Ruth had never been to Bethlehem. She had never tasted of the house of bread. But now she had heard an inner invitation to come and taste and see. And so she vowed herself to her mother-in-law and said, Where you go, I will go. Where you lie, I will lie. Where you die, I will die. And she begins a journey to the promised land.
3: She's traveling through the desert.
4: gave birth to a son named David. Now this same once shepherd boy, mighty warrior, anointed king is alone, Tara. then he had an encounter with a woman named Mary of Magdala who was plagued by demons, tormented by evil spirits, and Jesus set her free. And Mary followed him, she listened at his feet, she served him, and she loved him. Oh, how she loved him. But then she watched as they nailed him to the cross. And as they placed his body in the tomb, in that moment, her hope died. It died. She's crying
3: in the garden. beautiful. you feel feeling lonely I'm
1: the Holy Spirit is here has always been here he just wants to give you an invitation to work would you respond to that this morning just bow your heads for a second whatever you are going through this morning I'm just here to declare to you of Pentecost thousands of years ago, the same Holy Spirit is here today for you. And if you need him this morning, I'm going to invite you to stand. We're going to pray that God will do something supernatural in our midst, not for an event, but for the beginning of a journey into his will and his purpose. So folks, if that's you this morning. I encourage you to stand it's a journey absolutely
0: Jehovah you are high
1: he sees where men don't he sees he knows you he's called you by name you are his child he loves you and he's Jehovah Shammah, and he's there right by your side. And Father, as we stand in your presence this morning, conscious that you are here, Holy Spirit, be the comforter, be the strength, be the shield. Anoint us with your presence even more, Lord, that as we walk, we can just glory together. In your glory. Father I pray for every soul. In this, this auditorium this morning. That they will know. The God of heaven. Is with them. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. 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 you just turn to somebody. And tell them that God loves them. Amen. <laughs> Maybe see people. And Holy Spirit's here. Always has been in the world. And I'm seeing you. There, Is there? Is I found myself taken away with. The enormity of the Holy Spirit is more than just gifts.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, just gifts.
1: they're wonderful. We thank God for them. He's upon you for a reason. You are not here by. He wants, you, he wants you to know your life has meaning and purpose hallelujah folks the Lord bless you this day may you have a wonderful day we're going to worship God we're going to sing and you know after that I have no idea maybe notices I'll throw them out of the window <laughs> and then, are you blessed? God's yeah. good, isn't he? Yeah. He really is so good. So good. I could just want to shout and praise him
2: now.
1: I'll be a good. good Christian. <laughs> <laughs>